Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Secret Service, and we want to thank you. They were among the few who were with former President Donald Trump much of January 6th. And congressional investigators, among others, want their text messages. But there's a problem. The U.S. Secret Service says they were erased when agents got new phones. Chairman Benny Thompson and Vice Chair Liz Cheney of the January 6th Committee write, quote, The Secret Service has begun producing records. We have concerns about a system migration that we have been told resulted in the erasure of Secret Service cell phone data. They say erasing agents' phones after four congressional committees asked for these records could be a violation of the Federal Records Act. What is going on there? Is it just... The sort of thing that happens in bureaucracies and big government where they had a scheduled migration of the data where they're going to get erased and didn't matter that one of the biggest things in U.S. history happened to the department. They just went ahead and erased the data because it was scheduled. Well, and the thing I forgot when we were discussing this yesterday was that a couple of committees had yeah. made a formal request for that data. Now, is it possible that in a big, dumb bureaucracy, the person in charge of the tech upgrade didn't communicate, or more accurately, the person who got the subpoenas or the requests didn't communicate it to the tech people because they had no idea what each other were doing. That's certainly possible, but it just looks bad. It definitely looks bad. It's hard to imagine that somebody at some level of management wouldn't have thought, boy, we got to hang on to that stuff because this is going to be an ongoing investigation and court case and everything else. 
Well, I tell you this. If, for instance, I don't know what the IRS said, uh, Joe, you got to preserve all your phone records because we're auditing you. And I went two days later to the Apple store. I upgraded my iPhone and oh, I'd forgotten to back it up. So that, that's all gone. You think the IRS would say, oh, dang it. That's too bad. No, they freaking throw me in the who's gal. Which is jail. That's jail. It's old-timey talk for jail. <laughs> the Gray Bar Hotel. So I have a source with government connections, like very strong ones, who is leaning toward just government screw-up on this as opposed to something malicious. Uh, you know, I have a source close to a source. I'll have to ask him, her, or it. But... Who also said, I don't think there'd be anything on those phones anyway. Um, there might be some really interesting stuff on the Secret Service agents' personal phones from that day as they were communicating each other. But from their official phones, I doubt there's anything that exciting. It's a good distinction. Yeah. And you ain't going to get the personal phones. So um, that's worth remembering just as people are... You know, hair on fire. Oh, my God, this is really part of a cover-up. Eh, decent chance there's not anything there. I mean, the really heavy-duty stuff, you're going to say, probably if there is anything heavy-duty to report from what the Secret Service was up to today, yeah, probably is not on their government phone. As mm-hmm. this person said, the Secret Service can be stupid, but not that stupid. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to send a text on their personal, gov- I mean, on their government phone of, you know, the old man's lost it or whatever. Or the opposite, that we're doing their bidding, you know. Right, right. Let's get Trump down there so we can stop the steal, you know, or something like that. It's probably not going to end up on a... <laughs> you wouldn't think. No. <laughs> um, uh, do we know what uh, Trump's code name was? Has that come out? I don't know. Big Red? I don't know. Snap, snap Hook or uh, I don't know. Speaking of Big Red, you see the pictures Long from hitter. the... Long You speak to, see the pictures from the funeral yesterday? His uh, his former former wife back when they were the the toast of New York and America in terms of tabloids, Ivanka Trump. She fell down the stairs the other day. You hear that? She's only like seventy two. Tumbled down uh, the stairs Ivana. and died. Yeah, she's a, a she's Ivana. The daughter is right. Ivanka. Yeah, I get that mixed up. Ivana tumbled down the stairs and died. And so yeah, they had the terrible. funeral yesterday. Ivanka was there looking crazy hot as always. Um, and, and looking very little like she did when she was like a 16-year-old girl. She has had quite a bit of work done, and, you know, they, they went to a good surgeon. Um, what was my point here? I had a really good point. Oh, do you see how tall Barron is? I did not see those pictures. So you remember when Trump got elected 2016 and you had a kid there who was looked to be like 5'2"? Um, very uncomfortably sh- this, this shuffling from foot to foot as his dad just got elected president, and he didn't know what to do, and he's in that awkward... I don't want to live in the White House, Dad! Now he appears to be about eight feet tall. Yeah. And if... You got the whole Princess Diana thing where Prince Harry looks like her bodyguard, but not like her husband at the time. Trump, luckily, does not have that problem. Because if, if Barron didn't look exactly like young Donald Trump, which he does... You would think, eh, I don't know, was uh, Melania seeing a really tall dude at the time? Because, <laughs> I mean, good God, he's tall. Well, you know, you're, you're, your dad's 6'2", your mom's six foot. I suppose there's a chance you end up eight feet tall. Anyway, he stood out as a like a, like a, um, 
I don't know, he looked like some sort of monster lurking around at the wow, funeral. Wow, 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 that's unkind. He's a young lad still. So I got two... That, uh, that was terrible. That was like when the, somebody made a, a terrible comment about uh, Amy Carter back in the day. Is he 18? You should apologize. Is he 18? A monster. Good he's, Lord. Because he's under 18, I absolutely shouldn't say something like I that. I disavow, I disavow. Do we have an age on Baron Trump? I um, think he was 12 when, when Trump got elected. In 16, which is six years ago? Yeah, terrible. So he's sixteen. He's sixteen. I, oh. I, I have. N- I should not have said a thing about him. Not a thing. You're, not cool. You're at suffering all. the after effects of your illness. Not cool. Not cool that I made any Barely comments. coherent, folks. I don't do that for any 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 politician's kid underage. I should not have made a comment at all. I was assuming he was an adult. He is not. I take that back. So uh, back to the the coup. Um, do you are you comfortable with that term when people throw it around? That mostly back gets to the coup. No, I was immediately uncomfortable. Although it had some of the earmarks. So when MSNBC or CNN refers to it as a, an attempted coup, do you think that's overdoing it? Technically, it's true, isn't it? Mm, I would have to look up the, def- uh, the definitions. Coup, insurrection. Bloodless coup? Uh, yeah, yeah, I could go there, although there was blood. Although it wasn't a coup in the, in the normal sense. I, it was an attempt at a legal maneuvering coup that turned bloody. Okay, I don't think this happened, but often when there are coups, almost all the time when there's a coup, there's some sort of military or police involvement because you have to have somebody there to secure who's pulling off the coup. And you got one of the best trained, highest positioned police organizations in the country, the Secret Service, who all their communication from that day disappeared? I mean, I don't believe that that happened, but if it happened in another country, I would think, well, I know exactly what was going on there. Oof. Wouldn't you? That's uncomfortable. I don't think that happened because we've got so many, you know, we've got, uh, I think, enough structural history and integrity and that sort of stuff that I don't think that's what happened. But again, if that happened in another country, the more or less personal security detail of the president who tried to pull off a coup, all of their information from that day disappeared. I think, yeah, I, I know exactly what's happening there. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I see your point. And then finally this, uh, the latest poll out on would you like Donald Tr- Trump to run for president in 2024 or not? Overall, it's a 32% yes for America. So a third of Americans say, yes, they would like Donald Trump to run for president. That doesn't really matter, though, in terms of whether or not he does run, can run, could be president. It's about getting the nomination. And among Republicans, because among Democrats, only 4% want him to run. And I'm, I'm guessing that 4% who want him to run probably think he'd because he'd be easy to beat. Yeah, that's the uh, percentage of Democrats that's backing Trump acolytes for various offices around the country, thinking they're easier to beat. Yeah. But, uh, 28% of independents, 69% of Republicans want him to run, though. If 69% of Republicans want Trump to run, he can absolutely get the nomination. Oh, that's like quadruple the necessary number at this point to get the nomination. Right. Are you kidding? In a fractured primary? Right. It's not even close. Right. So there you go. It could I, get- I don't... You think maybe we might look back on what we're calling the spicy times and think they were bland and needed some salt. I mean, I'm that, checking out. That could really happen. I'm opening my pizza restaurant, heavily armed pizza restaurant to, you know, protect against the rioters. But uh, to run a I can't pedophilia the, scam out of it. Good Lord. Again, you with the things that should not be said. 
Where is your better judgment, sir? Has it left completely? I left it in the trunk. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't think I could take the stress if Trump gets elected again. I have have joked recently, if he announces we need to have, like, they had uh, the trigger laws around the Roe versus Wade, we need to have a trigger rule here. (laughs) We're on vacation for two weeks if Trump announces. It just automatically goes into effect. (laughs) Because I want things to settle down enough before I start. Two years. On the other hand, though, it'll be, oh, my God, will it be interesting to follow? Oh, my. You talk about people acting like their hair's on fire on MSNBC. Trump announces, good Lord. It will be crazy. And and that well, could happen any day. Right, right. So uh the at the risk of talking too much politics this hour, uh the affliction that the Democratic Party is suffering from is far more serious and 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 widespread than anybody's talking about. Partly because, you know, the left controls so much of the media, but I came across a couple of great essays. Um, describing how deep down the rot is and, and how it's, it's not as apparent as it's going to be soon. So a little brainy analysis of what's going on behind the scenes with the D's coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. For many, many moons, I've been highly amused by predictions that the Republican Party is going into a state of weakness that will last for two generations, you know, or or the uh, Democrats or whatever. They're, they're in a death spiral. Uh, uh, you'll, hear, you'll hear it in November. The Republicans will be, uh, they'll, they'll probably have the majority for the next half century, Jim, <laughs> because of the current demographics. I have heard that so many times, both directions in my life. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's uh, one thing. It is a static analysis, and and I think there's a fair amount of it in the global warming or the climate change uh, thing too. Changes cause changes, and those trigger counter changes well, and adjustments a, and that sort of stuff. That's a good one. Did you invent that? It was kind of accidental. I'm probably going to get that tattooed on my knuckles. Blind pig found an acorn. Film at eleven. Changes cause yeah. changes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but I do think the Democratic Party is in profound trouble and not just for this election. Although, you know, in terms of the White House, it's a binary choice. The Republicans uh, run a dope or the Democrats come up with somebody who's pretty sharp and impressive. They'll win the White House. The Congress and the Senate are a little different, though. Uh, so anyway, I thought to, a couple of great pieces of analysis on that topic I came across. Uh, Jonah Goldberg was writing about how uh, progressives have stopped whining about Joe Biden, at least for a week, to whine about Joe Manchin. And my favorite line that's kind of apropos nothing, but John Podesta, former top aide to President Obama, he's a think tanker now, said, Manchin chose as his legacy to be the one man who single-handedly do humanity. <laughs> I mean, if there's some sort of hyperbole award, surely he's going to win it. Yeah, where did I come across yesterday uh, a great analysis? Um, well, I think it was Joe Manchin, actually. Anyway, the uh, the idea being, you know what's stopping a lot of the climate change legislation? The vast majority of Americans don't want it. Yeah. The overwhelming Amer- majority of Americans don't want it. And the media apparently just can't grasp that. 
You know, Joe Manchin isn't the one senator stopping it. He's the 51st senator stopping it. And most people, being honest, say there are several other Democrats that if it came down to it, would also not vote for this stuff. He's just taking all the heat because he's so solid in his state. They don't Mm -hmm. have to stick their neck out. So there's somewhere around 55 out of 100 senators representing this country who don't want that stuff. Right. Right. So interestingly, though, on the progressive side, you're not hearing a lot of griping from progressives about policy stuff. You're hearing about uh, competence and effectiveness and messaging and that sort of stuff. And um, and 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 Jonah Goldberg writes, no one would be griping about Biden's age or poor messaging if he were getting stuff done. Then he uh, quotes a writer for Bloomberg, Ramesh Panaru, who wrote, Biden's always been close to the center of his party. Unsurprisingly, then, the basic political mistakes of his presidency have been party-wide ones. Here's what he means. In other words, the conversation about the staggering political headwinds the Democrats are facing ignores the possibility that the party itself is the problem. Biden was not bucking his party when he pulled out of Afghanistan. He wasn't freelancing with his lavish spending proposals or his denunciations of Republicans as representing Jim Crow 2.0 for being against the Democrats, uh, you know, ballot box loosening. He wasn't going rogue when he proposed proposed revisions to clarify that Title IX guidelines extended to transgender people and gender identity and, and that sort of stuff. So the title of this piece is Why Joe Manchin is Popular and Joe Biden is Not. And Goldberg writes, here, here's the, or hence the irony. Manchin is hugely popular with voters because he's bucking not merely the president's agenda, but the Democrats' agenda, while support for Biden is cratered by sticking to that agenda. Biden has represented the wishes of the energetic part of the Democratic Party quite nicely. But America doesn't want it. Uh, Yeah, to a great extent, this poll has just come out from Quinnipiac. It's fresh off the presses. It's still hot in my hands and the ink is running. The Quinnipiac poll shows 31% of Americans approving of Joe Biden. That's the lowest number in any major poll yet. Lower than the 33 from the New York Times a week ago. So you've got the policy problem. And then uh, let me squeeze this in. Then if there's more from the poll, I'd love to hear it. Um, then this is a completely different piece of journalism talking about a guy you've never heard of in your life, Rui Teixeira, who's a longtime lefty political scientist. Um, he was at the Center for American Progress for a long time. Uh, respected think tank guy in the salons of D.C., for what that matter. This guy just quit the Center for American Progress and has now moved to the much more conservative American Enterprise Institute. And it wouldn't matter, really, but Teixeira isn't just anything tank wonk. He literally wrote the book, The Emerging Democratic Majority, on identity politics and predicted the rise of the Democratic co- coalition that elected Barack Obama. Uh, I got so, breaking news I got to do. Or you'll hear it on the schoolyard. President Biden has tested positive for COVID. Very, oh. very old, unhealthy man. Has- Tested positive for I believe for the second time, he's also, of course, fully vaccinated and double boosted. Well, and he said yesterday that he has cancer. <laughs> we got to do that again. That's right. Yeah. I Back know. to you. Uh, yeah, we don't really have time to finish this, but why the guy who wrote the book on why Democrats were ascendant has left his lefty think tank is 
important. Yeah, I do want to hear that. No, but Biden didn't have COVID before. I thought he did, but this is his first time of catching COVID. But he's an old, not particularly healthy guy getting COVID. If he was my parent, I'd be worried about it. Wow. More on President the way. Kamala? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Breaking news, donkey, and the auga horn, because this is a breaking news emergency situation. Emergency situation. Great Scott. This is unprecedented. Uh, yes. Well, this is... The President of the United States has COVID. Oi! The President has COVID. Coronavirus! He is I'll, a... bet, uh, I'll bet MBS gave it to him with the fist bump. <laughs> Injected him with the COVID. Bastard. Well, they're thinking it was in Israel, maybe? On his Israeli trip, anyway, he got it. So, um, But this speaks to 
well, a couple of different things in this. This speaks to how incredibly transmissible it is and how ridiculous it is that you got to wear a mask. You know, still some places when you, you know, you stand in line out front the restaurant. You know that everybody that gets within 50 feet of the president of the United States has been tested five times today and has had six booster shots. Every <laughs> single human being. And he still got it. So the, the idea that the, 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 the uh, Applebee's is going to keep you from getting it by having somebody wear a mask between the checkout station and the table is just ridiculous. Anyway. Sure. Yeah, a 12-year-old wearing an ill-fitting cloth mask. That's going to keep everybody safe. You can't keep anybody from getting the new variants. You just can't. It's not a minor deal. He's, he has minor symptoms according to uh, KPJ or KJP or whatever it is. Um, uh, this White House spokesman, he has minor symptoms. He's an 80-year-old man with a persistent cough. I would be worried if it was my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would be. How would you not be? Now, he, he, he gets the best medical treatment in the world immediately, obviously. Um, uh, they said they're going to go with full transparency. I don't think they will, and I don't think they should. Um, no. If he's sicker than that, they shouldn't tell us. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, but he is an 80-year-old man who clearly has some sort of respiratory problem going into this. My pop, who's a uh, contemporary of Joe Biden, just got is in the process of getting over COVID. He feels pretty good now, but uh, and he had the it was like a really nasty cold variety, but the exhaustion oh. lasted for days and days and days and days. Wow. Imagine exhaustion with already shuffling Joe Biden. Right, and the duties of the presidency. Another angle of this is uh, them saying they're going to follow the protocol and he's going to uh, shut things down and uh, remain isolated. They're thinking, yeah, can we make it 30 days instead of 15? Any way I can do that? (laughs) They want him to be as shut down and isolated and out of the public side as they can possibly get him. But this, um, this is a story everybody will keep their eye on for certain. You know, we probably ought to be talking about the fact that the the, the San Diego school chief uh, said the kids got to put the masks on again, or that they should just stay home and do some nah. school. See, that's uh, in, uh, I know based on what I just said. That's so crazy. If you can't yeah. get keep Joe Biden from getting it with the strictest protocols, I'll bet on planet Earth for keeping COVID away. Well, then it's just ridiculous. We're ignoring the science. That's been the California motto the whole way. So getting back to the story I was trying to do uh, earlier before I was so rudely interrupted by the president getting the deadliest virus we've seen in 100 years, um, this uh, think tanker guy who wrote the book, The Emerging Democratic Majority, uh, that was about the rise of the Democratic coalition and Hispanics and blah, 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 and they'd have a permanent majority. He just switched teams, more or less. He went to work. He, he left the... Uh, the lefty Center for American Progress and just got a gig at the American Enterprise Institute, which is a pretty conservative think tank. Now, maybe he's going to be kind of a loyal opposition guy or whatever, but why he switched teams, why he quit is so interesting. Uh, Michael Schaffer wrote about this in Politico. Um, Politically, as a strategist, he thinks, this Teixeira guy, who you've never heard of, thinks the Democrats need to win culturally moderate voters if they're ever going to create the kind of coalition that can get their policies enacted. And personally, as an employee, he's none too fond of the institutional dynamics that he says are driven by younger staff, but embraced by higher-ups afraid of a public blow-up. 
Quote, I'd say they've been affected by the nature and inclination and preferences of their junior staff. It's just the case that at the Center for American Progress, like almost any other left think tank you can think of, it's become very hard to have a conversation about race, gender, trans issues, even crime, even immigration. You know, how should the left handle these things? There's a default assumption about how you're supposed to talk about these things, even the language. There's a chilling effect on all of these organizations, and it's had an effect on the Center for American Progress as well his point being he's a fancy pants he uses a lot of big words you're only allowed to have one opinion now and if you dare even use the wrong language in discussing how the democratic party should approach immigration for instance you will get hounded out of your job and hanged yeah so this gets back to the old the nixon silent majority thing because there's a lot of america that doesn't agree with a whole bunch of this stuff that keeps their mouth shut because you get screamed at by people if you present, you know, any nuance to it, that are going to win a lot of elections um, until the uh, the loud, woke crowd catches on that maybe there aren't as many of us as we thought there were. Yeah, yeah. So Teixeira's book back in the day that was so well-received, especially on the left and in the media, predicted a governing majority based on the assumption that the Democrats could hold on to a healthy proportion of blue-collar white people, as happened in 2008. Uh, Obama got a hell of a lot of blue-collar white votes. Um, But it turns out that was the high-water mark, not a new epoch. Uh, to shares in the camp that blames the cultural radicalism for this failure, saying the noise around things like pronouns and police defunding have made many blue-collar voters think of the party as a bunch of annoying recent liberal arts graduates. Uh, that is accurate. 100% accurate. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, the, I, the president has COVID. I said if it were my dad, I would be worried. We got this text. If he was your dad, you'd be smoking crack right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's inappropriate that's that a funny joke inappropriate thank you, you for the funny walking joke. around with a gun in your hand and your schlong out conversing with a hooker about how soon you could pay her or arguing over how much our current crack stash weighs <laughs> i still haven't heard oh you haven't tapes. seen that video no that's fantastic no. what's so funny about it is it he's got the camera why he videotapes his whole criminal life his whole pathetic, sad criminal life that most of us would want to hide from the world, <laughs> whether for moral reasons or dignity reasons or or, or or law and justice reasons. Or my dad is a prominent politician reasons. Right. But anyway, he films his entire life. Hunter Biden's got the camera looking right down on the little scale, and he's putting his crack on there, and it's adding up the grams, and he can't read the number. I mean, the number's right there, and it's like, it's 21 or whatever it is, dude. 21. It's 200 and... Twelve. It's tw- no, and it says twenty. I think it's twenty-one. It's, no, it's two hundred and twenty. Dude, <laughs> how dare you, a lizard? Yeah, crackhead. <laughs> wow. Well, who knows? You may have crackheads ooching around your property, wanting to steal your stuff. That's why we recommend Simply Safe Home Security. It's absolutely terrific. Protect your family. Protect your stuff. Not only from you know intruders and burglaries and that sort of thing, but also hazards like fires or flooding. You can customize your Simply Safe uh, service to your needs, and then you set it up yourself. It's super easy. Yeah, you click around on the on the on the website, customize it to your home. 
comes to your house, you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, costs about a dollar a day. I know that sounds like some sort of quickie, excuse me, better than nothing security system, but it's the exact opposite. A whole bunch of different organizations have named it the best security system you can get, Simply Safe. Yep, but 24-7 professional monitoring Simply Safe's agents take action the moment a threat's detected, dispatching police or first responders in an emergency, and because they have better technology, they can visually confirm the threat and tell 911 exactly what's going on, which gets you a higher priority. Customize that perfect system for your home at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, use our code, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Why are you videotaping yourself measuring crack with your face in the video? What are you, high? Well, yes. Yes, actually, I am. I'm quite high is the situation. Wow. It's as sad as right. Some of those conversations he's having with the hookers where he's whining and saying, come on, I've been good to you. Have I ever touched you without asking? Have I ever not paid you? I told you I'm going to. Yeah. sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then being angry at family members for not giving him even more money because he's run through all the other money that they've given him. Right, <sighs> right. But being such an astonishingly talented lawyer that you're paid for years and years by foreign entities to, in some cases, not do anything that anybody can figure out. It's, uh, well, he's very, very bright. Smartest guy I know. That's what uh, Joe Biden said of his youngster. Uh, President Biden is taking the Pax Lovid. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, so there are a couple of news stories that are Shakespearean in nature. They, they make soap operas look unimaginative, just crazy. And I think they say something about humanity. Maybe you've been following them. Maybe you haven't major developments in a couple of scandals. Uh, so we'll get to that eventually. And uh, I don't know, all sorts of we stuff. We got the one in four young adults live with a parent, grandparent, or older sibling, which is the highest number we've had in a very, very, very long time in this country when our country was structured completely differently uh what is that well everything's changed now that the president has covid jack well the world is a new era the world's oldest panda has died so we've got a full retrospective on ling ling or pong pong or whoever it is i haven't looked i haven't read the second paragraph um all that is on the way (laughs) productive segment wasn't it Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The president has died. We'll tell you the president of what when we come back. You need a longer pause. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's really not cool. Uh, The president has COVID. Uh, Breaking news. All kinds of. This is breaking news. I like you working the. I like you working the Trump in there. That's really good. <laughs> this is completely true. President Joe Biden, who is months short of his 80th birthday, um, is uh, got COVID, and he also already got a cough. I mean, I'm just saying he's got some sort of congestion breathing thing already happening, and he just got the disease that's killed more 80 year olds than anything in a hundred years. So yeah, you might just have the old man dry cough, but uh, it's not good. Oh. And as you pointed out, there's been no more protected human being on Earth than Joseph R. Biden, D. Delaware. Uh, and he's got the COVID anyway. No, I this fully, this uh, latest variant is just crazy. I fully expect him to be completely fine uh, because mm-hmm. because most people are just statistically. And then he gets the very best care you can get on planet Earth. But the fact that as bubbled as he is about COVID and he still gets it, come on. Let's not pretend we can keep people from getting COVID by throwing on a mask here and there. On the bus or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a couple of stories of note I wanted to update you on. Maybe you've been following them. Maybe you haven't. But uh, are you familiar with the story of South Carolina, like super powerful lawyer Alex Murdoch? Looks like Murdaw. I came across a story in the USA Today when it was first breaking. I've been following it ever since. But So this this is the guy who... And this is in roughly chronological order. His son gets charged with a drunk boating thing that killed a girl. Not long after that, that son and this Murdoch guy's wife get gunned down outside their hunting estate. I don't have a hunting estate. It sounds nice. And hunting isn't the name of the town. They have an estate just for hunting. Out in rural South Carolina, I guess. So anyway, terrible, mysterious. Also, 
Not too long before that, their housekeeper had died under mysterious circumstances. Well, okay, now you're getting a lot of very weird things that never happened to anybody happen in one family. Not to mention a guy who is kind of down at the end of the road, not far from their place, uh, got hit by a car and died. Um, and, and all this stuff was piling up, and people are starting to say, you know, this sounds like more than a coincidence. Well, they start digging. Turns out, among other things, this Murdoch guy is a opioid addict? And is dealing this stuff. Oh, wow. He has stolen and squandered millions of dollars of his client's money. Okay. So, this including is the dead lady. Okay. So, it, so he was 13 kinds of dirty, just awful. And he's just gotten charged a few days ago with the murder of his wife and his son. Wow. I had not heard that. Yeah. With a rifle and a shotgun. Wow. You know, and, it's it's unthinkable, it's horrible, it's unforgivable, but, you know, you're in the midst of some horrible, you know, I don't know, breakup of a marriage, and she accuses you of a crime of passion, blah, blah, blah. But to shotgun your child? Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to dwell on that, because it's so horrifying. But so it, they're digging into this, and it, it, it turns out, again, he stole millions of dollars of clients' money. He would win a lawsuit, then bilk them for all their money. Now, this guy, I forgot to mention, was like the third generation of his family to be the district attorney, the super heavyweight lawyer of that chunk of South Carolina, his county. So they called him a scion of, of the legal community. The, the They were the patriarchs, blah, blah, blah. Most powerful family in the county, except maybe for the Lafitte family, which founded the big bank in the area in 1907, just three years before Murdoch's great-grandfather founded the law firm that bore his name and Murdoch came up in, okay? So this Lafitte character comes from the giant, powerful banking family there. Turns out Lafitte was in cahoots with Murdoch to steal all these clients' money. He was bilking people at the bank out of their money. And and there was like a, 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 a couple of sisters whose parents were killed in an accident. Murdoch gets a huge settlement. This banker's entrusted with managing the money, and they both bilk these the girls wow. out of all their money. And so the two most powerful families, this is so out of Shakespeare, in a county, that third, fourth generation, utterly crooked. Power corrupts. Man, that's some old-timey actual privilege there where people are uh, taking advantage of their power for a long time apparently well and they were in this sort of position where you don't dare question the the murders or the lafitte's my god you even whisper something you'd be out on your ear oh yeah i'm sure you'll hear it i'm sure if you want to do business in that county you have to and and then yeah and then one more story uh do i have time yeah i think i do I don't know if you heard about this. There's this uh, ballet dancer who sued her teacher and his wife, uh, accusing them of sexual abuse, pressuring her, forcing her to have sex with the two of them while she was underage. And, and oh, it was geez. a classic grooming and like the, the, the swimming and the volleyball and the gymnastics and the rest of it. OK, seemed ugly. Well, they are counter suing her now saying she was actually, an, uh, in effect, an underaged prostitute who was having sex with various people for large sums of money, including the owner of the Edmonton Oilers NHL team, who says, oh, whoa, 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 no, 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 I was absolutely, we were developing a project together about <laughs> ballet. Okay. 
He was 50-something. She's seven. It was 17 at the time. And so, oh, oh, and that's right. And then part of the, the story from the, the, uh, the disgraced ballet teacher and his wife was, quote, Humphreys, that's the victim, the, the girl, was literally a child prostitute to a billionaire, and her mother assisted her in laundering the money she was paid and in trafficking her to Mr. Katz, which is the name of the, the hockey owner. So, and, and they have a bunch of texts, and it's not clear how they got them, um, but they're saying, no, 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 mom and daughter are running an underage sex and extortion ring. So she would... The kid would, then there is no such thing as consent with a child. I'm fully aware of that. There's not uh, no such thing as a child prostitute. They're a victim of child sex trafficking. Get that. But what the countersuit is saying is that mom would traffic out her daughter for tens of thousands of dollars to have sex with people and then, if necessary, blackmail them to make even more money. Oh, man. Yeah, we had sex with her when she was 18, but we were a thruple. Everybody was happy. So, yeah, this one has turned just insane. Uh, The lawyer for the ballet dancer uh, young woman says uh, uh, it's baseless and scurrilous. This is a a meaningless sideshow. All right. uh, Wow. Wow. You know, I was thinking about this the other day as the monkeypox was spreading, and I can't remember. There was another story about sexually transmitted diseases. And, and pregnancy and abortion and the rest of it. You know, the, 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 the rules, the guidelines for how to comport yourself sexually that have existed for thousands of years, they exist for a reason. Yeah, makes your life easier. Oh, yeah. To live that wild lifestyle, man, that is a minefield. The president has COVID. He is being treated by Dr. Jill Biden. But the president has COVID, and we'll keep you updated on that. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.